стадиум Джункис. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the leading brand. I am your host, Tony Lopez. And alongside me, like always, is my co-host, compadre, and probably one of my longest running friends, Jeff Burtis. Jeff, how you doing, bud? Oh, that is so sweet of you. I appreciate it. Enjoy being king that you have my damn title. Uh, See, we're not even here to talk about predictions. We're not here to talk about that. We got a lot of other shit to talk about. Because um, it's, ama- it's amazing. And I'm wanting to start. I was going to start with some positive, but I have to start with the negative. Um, Fightful Select uh, has announced that uh, Malachi Black has been uh, granted his release from AEW. Wow. Um, I completely understand why, um, especially for his mental health. Um. It makes it makes a lot of sense. It does. Triple H is gonna bring him back. I don't care about that part of it right now. But here's for, the for me, for, for I care more about the human part. I understand the logistics behind it. He said he had been dealing with issues outside of wrestling. Mental so, health is a mental health is a very touchy subject, but exactly, hey. and that's why I'm like I appreciate him. For wanting to do what's best for him, I think the right. Let's be honest, though, the writing was on the wall after his last his last match at All Out. Took a bow from the crowd. Yeah, it felt right. It felt right. The writing was on the wall. Um, and now and now we know why House of Black uh, lost at the very end because not because of this thing factor, but hey. Yeah, yeah, there was a little bit more involved in that. But now let's let's go on to the quick, real good news for uh, anybody living in the state of Texas, uh, because the Royal Rumble has been officially announced for January 28th in San Antonio, Texas, at the Alamo Dome. Official. Three-hour drop. And the tickets will be on sale on September 30th. Uh, Jeff, actually, that is incorrect from where I am at. That is about a four and a half hour drive. Three and a half hours. I, I can get uh, well, I mean, we're going, we're, we're basing it on normal speeds, but if we're going on uh, how Texans drive, yeah, we'll be there in two hours. Three. Actually, I'm going to stay consistent 80 because me going 100 birds, me going. If you don't, oh, here's the thing. If you're going down 35 through Austin through Georgetown, you best go 100 because the well, minimum speed limit is 85. I'll stay at 85. But yes, um, you, no, WWE like, is coming back to Texas. I I literally saw people outside of Texas like, hey WWE, why don't you do some shows outside of Texas? Because it's easier to pull off shows in Texas because of the restrictions in other states. I have to still bring this up because guess what? COVID is still a very real thing and Texas is ass backwards behind because of it. Don't you just love it? Yep, I do. And it gives me more of an opportunity to go possibly sit on the floor. Tony, I'm not doing floor seats. <laughs> 
I want to do a floor seat. I've learned there, there. I want to do a floor seat. Tony, I've learned from James. Floor seats are not worth it. Well, this is a different experience. I want to be by the ramp. No, Tony. I'm not. I want to be by the ramp at the Royal Rumble. Going. Because my one opportunity that I had to get floor seats on a Monday Night Raw was killed because of COVID. I need floor seats. No, you do not. At one point in time, I will get floor seats. If it's not with you, it's with somebody else. And it may be this Royal Rumble. I may get floor seats. Tony, I'm not doing floor seats. But, okay. Um, Ladies and gentlemen. This weekend was the god damn i can't i can't even this is the hap i'm supposed to be the happiest person like in wrestling right now because we had a complete great weekend of wrestling all overshadowed by something before we get to that wwe great in in cardiff great show Uh, Astonishing how great that show was, even with the Tyson Fury shit at the end, which was still good. It was um, the, it's, the, I mean, in, in hindsight, looking back, it felt like a glorified house show, but I'm not mad about it. Wow, glorified house show, my ass. These overseas premium live events are now full fledged shows. This is not a house show. Those matches were going on for too long to be glorified house show. That Gunther Sheamus match was arguably one of the greatest matches in WWE history. Then will you acknowledge the Saudi Arabia show then? No! You, yeah, I mean, because it's blood money. No! Then you will I will not acknowledge a show that's being funded because Vince McMahon wanted a little extra paycheck. That one, WWE actually went out and got the spot because it was the first time in 30 years they've done something like that. But you said all uh, outside shows out, shows outside the U.S. I'm are now not I'm outside. fixing that. Any show in the in the country of Saudi Arabia, please don't kill me. <laughs> um, I am not supporting. Don't. I'm just saying those wrestling shows. I'll like if you listen to my other podcast when we talk about Saudi Arabia and sports understand the United States government has been dealing with Saudi Arabia for years we, we take we take money shit what what do you think live golf is oh you, so, so, oh so you're okay with live golf but you're not okay with these Saudi Arabia shows i i, I am okay with there being more than one option to play professional golf I am okay with that. And especially if you're actually going to pay travel, you're going to pay... Holy crap, we're getting on a tangent. You're going to pay travel, you're actually going to pay guaranteed money for them to be there. And it's not like, hey, if you're the worst person in this tournament, you're not getting paid and we didn't pay for your travel. No, you're actually going to get paid for being there no matter what. So, but, but Tony, like Tony, you just said you. I said this was a glorified out show, but it, like, I don't show. want to support the Saudi shows because they usually are a glorified shit show. Am I wrong? They're usually, usually. usually. The what last one was great. Last, last one was great. And also, yeah, I'm still not picking them. And I know they're supposed to be one in November too. So, 
and you better pick it because it's I like will not pick it. I will not pick it. Tony, uh-uh. <laughs> Don't do that. We got fill it. we got extreme rules coming up next. Where I'm, I'm not worried about that right. So, but so let's so let's so talk so about so let's talk about everything so else first. So one last question. One last question before you jump up before you usually jump to this. If there's a show in Russia, are you gonna are you gonna predict it? Well, first off, there wouldn't be a show in Russia until. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Listen, there wouldn't. I'm not even gonna bring up the if until there's a possibility. As of right now, there is no possibility, especially with relations between the U.S. Russia and the rest of the world. Ugh. Nobody likes Russia right now. I, I, I would support shows in France, Spain, Belgium, the United Kingdom again, Africa, China. China you know, well, China. You know what? I would China. Yeah, honestly, um, it's just what's going on in Russia right now is too uh, more too much too intense to really like just not have a side on that it's you know um but yeah i i support out of country wrestling shows i really do tony you are gonna predict the next saudi show uh doubtful you will um but but let's get back on like and then okay the the u.s the the cardiff show fantastic NXT Worlds Collide, one of the best NXT shows since Black and Gold was a thing. Actually, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm gonna say it. The best two, it the was best the two best show since Black and Gold, and that's simply because Hunter and Sean are in control. And, and also, was- congrats, congrats to Paul Levesque, aka Triple H, to being promoted. To chief it. content officer of WWE. He's putting in the work. He is the top creative guy in WWE. No no questions anymore. The no, top guy. Everything runs through him. Hallelujah. Thank goodness. And then AEW all out. It was a it was a good show. Not until not the great, scrum but... the media scrum where CM Punk had to put his foot in his mouth and he cause so, so much my... shit he's not wrong he's my not thing... wrong but at the my same thing... time the issue was after what he said my thing is literally no one brought up Colt Cabana no one literally brought up Colt Cabana he's the one who brought it up yeah, why are you bringing up Colt bro Scott Colton is past business. Why do you think he's not at AEW shows when you're scheduled to be there? He hasn't been on any kind of AEW show unless it's a Ring of Honor related event because of you. Tony Khan does that because of you. And Tony Khan is just playing Peacemaker. He's not even playing Booker at this moment. And okay, and if, we're, if we're going on what happened afterwards, right? But yeah, okay. but let's talk. We're talking. We're talking media scrum. He now. he literally was like, "If you have a problem with me, take it up with me." And guess what? They the did. Bucks and Omega did immediately afterwards. So yes, no, the Bucks, the Bucks, Omega, 
Pat Buck, Christopher Daniels, Michael Nakazawa, Brandon Cutler, suspended, will not be at Dynamite tonight. None of them. But here's the here's the kicker. We don't know exactly what's going to happen to Punk or a Steel because it's either they're getting suspended or they're or getting fired. Tony Khan has no choice. He has no choice at the moment. If you like, you suspended Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara. You got to keep that same energy. I know Punk is big, but no one's bigger than the company. So you literally, you literally have your top guy calling out your EVPs, the one who helped make the company actually a thing, an opportunity for you to come back, and you literally getting into a fight with fight with them. And, and the- here's the weirdest part. Who was the smartest one to get out of Dodge before Hang everything man. happened? Hangman. No, Cody. Yep, Co- like Cody, Cody got, a- got the hell out of there. Cody Rhodes was the smartest one because he he saw the writing on the wall. There's an there. I, I don't know who he did the interview with. I think it was um, wrestling the the bleacher not the bleacher uh, the Barstool Sports Wrestling Podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I'm correct. He said there's going to be this is going to be the year of who's going to be the one to take charge. Is it going to be all the new signings or the guys who were there from the jump? He saw the writing on the wall before he left. And he got the hell out of there. No offense. Look, I think Tony Khan is doing what he can. But at this point, with that much of a nuisance in the locker room. No, look, all offense to CM Punk. Dude. You're literally proving Triple H right. You're proving everybody right who has had a negative word about you since you've gotten into the wrestling from Ring of Honor politicking your way to the top to WWE finding a way to politicking your way to the top and thinking that you're a locker room leader to being... On Colt Cabana's podcast and suing him. Um, and also, and then also, the thing that really bought. So you found out Colt Cabana, Scott Colton, was sharing a bank account with his mother. What the fuck? What the fuck is that? Why did you have. Why did you. Genuinely, why did you bring. Why did you bring it up? Like, what? What's that That guy? That doesn't. That bothered me. Yeah, the whole thing bothered me, man. Um, I'll be real with you. Like at this point, you went from the you either become you either die here or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Think about this: Hangman lost the title, and then Punk got hurt. Moxley loses the title, and then Punk is probably going to get fired. Put those two in, look, look, at this point. Fire Punk, have him drop the belt on TV or something. Not even drop the belt. At this have point, him relinquish the belt tonight in Buffalo. He's not even going to be on the show. I know. Well, he might. He might. They have to. They have to resolve this tonight. So we'll either see CM Punk or we'll have a resolution. I'm sorry. At this point. The only two people who need to be in a title match MJF. is Moxley. Actually, really three people. Yeah, thank you. Is Moxley, MJF, 
and Hangman Page. But what I say, here's what I say. Here's what I propose, Jeff. I don't know if he's going to do it, but I think this would be smart. Put Moxley and Hangman in a match for the vacated title. And then that person faces MJF. It's so sad. It's so sad because we, at the end of All Out, we were looking at this like, this is finally MJF's crowning moment. He defeats his hero for the title, but at literally this point, after that whole media scrum, you might he might not. He might not. Do not. Do not. I would not do not deny him that moment because that would be just the highlight of his career. And look, we know we're going to hear from uh, MJF I'm tonight. Look, I got, we do. I got to hear, hear that promo. Um, hear you got you got to hear from him. Um, there's a lot of like things there that are showing um, exactly what's going to be next. MJF's going to be a champ at some point. Yes. He put the belt on him immediately. I wouldn't look. You have you actually have time because guess what? There's three weeks. What's the what's the next big show? Technically, Grand, is Grand Slam in Queens, New York. That's where you put it. And on. I am watching currently the U.S. Open at Arthur Ashe Stadium, which mm-hmm. guess what is in Queens. This same stadium is going to hold two nights of premier wrestling, which mm-hmm. we had one of the greatest wrestling matches. Last year between Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson. It was a 30-minute draw. And the thing is with those 30 minutes with those timeline matches, at one point you know it's gonna end in a draw. Dave Meltzer just tweeted four minutes ago. That this stuff will be addressed on air tonight. Not sure how in-depth or not. Has to be because it involves titles. Yes. Because you got the trios champions suspended. And you got the the eight you might have the AEW at bet world champion a at best case scenario for him suspended or just be- relinquished. Let me uh- I don't normally do this, but I'm going to play, if it's okay, a little segment that you were talking about a little while ago, right? That was involving one Hunter Hearst Helmsley back in like 2011, where he was. Oh, yeah, I know the contract signing. Mm-hmm. Here. Me. You want to be the catalyst as long as it benefits you. I am sick to death of listening to you talk to how you're doing all of this for them. Yeah, there are a lot of people out there. Maybe half of them agree with what you're saying. The other half, they don't give a damn. You know what, Punk? Some of these people actually like the WWE. Some of these people... Dig it. They tune in every week. They love what they see. They come here to have a good time. They like it the way it is. Can it be better? Sure, it can be better. 
That's right. And that's my job to make it better. But when you talk about being the catalyst for change, really what you mean is you will only accept change if it means CM Punk is on top. Because unless CM Punk is the guy, the man, that's not enough change for you. That's not really what you want. See, you're no different than anybody else that's ever been in this business, including me. We're a lot alike. We did what we had to do to get on top. The difference is I looked everybody in the eye and told you, I'm going to step on you. I'm going to walk through you to get to the top. You, you don't have the balls to do it. What you did is you backdoor your way around. You try to do it by being a martyr. Still, still lives up today. Yep. Still lives up to every word today. Just take out the WWE in this instance and put AEW in there. Guess what? Guess what? If AEW loses CM Punk, I am still watching. I am still watching. If they lose Omega and the Bucks, I will not watch because it will be their vision going down the drain. (laughs) Their vision. They they did everything they could. They made a place where others can come to. Made you happy. Punk comes in, thinks he's the shit after seven years away from wrestling. Yes, it was cool. CM Punk back in the pro wrestling business after seven years after he fucked up in the USC after his little infection in the lawsuit against WWE. But now... We understand why he left. He's not meant for it. He is a snake in the fucking grass. So if the Bucks and Omega and those guys who were not who were there from the jump to make this company what it is are gone, then fuck you. I'm a I'm I'm not watching AEW. I'm sorry. I'm not. It's not that it wouldn't be the same. Sorry, Tony. Look, Tony Khan, you have to do something about punk now. It's it's, it's not going to work if punk is going to continue to be there. Danielson is fantastic there. Miro, fantastic there. Alistair, I wish. Yes, I said Alistair. Tommy, Tommy Black. Mm-hmm. You literally, I mean, literally, we ho- we were all so happy when Punk when we, returned. We when Tommy also- in when Tommy in debuted in AEW, I was happy for him because he got a top opportunity. Now, was it against Cody at the time where it wasn't great to be against Cody? Yeah, it was. But now, now. Let him go. Let him go get some help. Let him come back to whatever company he wants to go to and do what he does best. Now, in the CM Punk instance, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jeff. He's I can't. I can't with him. <laughs> you turn- I would much rather see at this moment in time a John Moxley MJF match. Than CM Punk versus Serpentino versus Evil Uno versus 
Parker Bordeaux, no offense to Parker Bordeaux or any of those guys. I'm just putting out examples. I don't want to see CM Punk in AEW anymore at this point. Wow. And, and hopefully we hear not from Tony Schiavone, not from Jim Ross, not from Excalibur, but I hope tonight we hear from Tony Khan first thing on the air. 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, AEW Dynamite. It has to be over. I, I look the fact, the, that you, the fact that your complete opinion of Punk has changed this drastically. Wow. Just. It helps when I can wow. see through the blinds. It helps when I can see through the blinds. So if Punk stay, if hypothetically, if Punk and the Elite they all stay, they try and work everything out. Cool. How many? How often are we going to hear Colt Cabana chants for Punk? <laughs> I I he should, I know the next I time he, I know the next time if I'm at an AEW show, which next time they're in Dallas I'm going. Mm-hmm. Don't care what's happening. Nick, um, if, if 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 Punk is still there, I will be chanting. I'm sorry, I'm one of them. Cold, you be chanting Cold Cabana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Also, didn't didn't someone else have like a Cold Cabana shirt and he blasted uh. And like, like before his little uh, friggin' motivation speech, his little motivation speech in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So th- I'm th- this. This is gonna be. I hate to say this is probably the most important episode of Dynamite in its short, in its short, uh, short lifespan, basically. Mm-hmm. literally we've got to find we got to we have to know right it's this media scrum this whole <laughs> bullshit has literally overshadowed what you put on a very solid pay-per-view it has overshadowed MJF it has overshadowed uh, your big your biggest show of the year and it is a crying shame and also hangman page Kudos for him for getting out of there. Kudos to him for getting out of there immediately. Just like, all right, you know what? Go home, be a family man. Because he came in, did the match with the elite, the best out. match of the night, the best match of the night. See, yes. we haven't even started talking about the actual matches on any of these shows. This this literally overshadowed everything. And it sucks. It sucks. It sucks that there was overshadowed everything that was happening but I'm sorry it had to be brought up first literally no none of the other wrestling uh right are talking about all out they're all talking about the and we're trying and we're trying to and we're trying to but we can't get over the fact that this all happened because 
Also, what the hell, Ace Steel? Why are we? Why are you biting people, man? What the hell? Biting? That, we're we're and biting. Going chair, and throwing chairs at people. Stop being. That's what exactly why. You know what? That I think the suspension is for Nick Jackson to uh, not have the shiner on his face. Mm. Throwing chairs at people. This that's a stall. Because let's be honest. If one of us did this at our job, we would be fired on sight. Tony Khan, I am hoping that you keep the same kind of attitude that every other employer would have in this situation. You best fire both of them. I know Ace Steel is not there. I know for a damn fact he's not there. As in, like he, he's I, he's like he's usually one of the road agents. He's not at the show. Also, I I hate to say this, but the elite, you lose your EVP privileges. No. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. Here's my thing. They called CM Punk out on his shit. And they went into the talk. And I actually want to say those two didn't want to hear it. A-Steel and CM Punk didn't want to hear it. So they started acting a fool. CM Punk started all this. CM Punk gets the full brew. Like, he gets everything. He started it. You could have just handled that whole media scrum very professionally and just get out the way. It's like, bro, you're bloodied up. Shut the fuck up. You just won. Oh, man. So, also, I got some sad news for a minute. At this very moment, um, Pat McAfee has revealed that his position as a SmackDown commentator has been put on hold due to his uh, new um, position with WWE. Wait, what? Not, got- not with not with WWE. His new position with ESPN. Oh man! He is going to be um, a full time analyst for College Game Day starting this Saturday. Man, it's on hold. It's an, he's still part of the company. Right? Yeah, he's a he's a yeah. Come on, I said on hold. I'm like, so we'll have him back before Mania. Okay, so probably we won't have McAfee on for college fo- for college football season. Right? Literally, I'm going to watch. I'm look. I'm going to be at work. <laughs> I'm about to just expose myself. I'm going to be at work at six o'clock in the morning on Saturday morning. <laughs> and I'm going to have it on college game day when it starts. And if I don't see Pat McAfee's face on my screen, then I'm going to scream. <laughs> Cause I actually want to say that the, they have a deal with Omaha productions. Well, McAfee that they're going to be doing six, like Manning cast style broadcast during the college football season as well. That's awesome. And the fact that he has this position with ESPN means we'll see Pat McAfee on ESPN more. Um, this man is incredible. Pat Inc- McAfee's living his dream. It's in, like I actually am very proud of dude because like it's it's incredible what he's doing. Look, and everybody knows, yeah. He's a wrestling fan, but he's an he's a football player first. Oh yeah. So 
we'll have McAfee back because he signed a multi-year contract. So don't worry. Um, now I do want to talk about Cardiff a little bit. I want to talk about that. I really want to talk about the three big things out of this show. Three big things out of this show. First and foremost, the best top thing. Best Intercontinental title match I have seen. I think it's it's one of the greatest matches in WWE history. And I have to give all props to the two gentlemen in the ring and also the man who produced the match, Abyss. If anybody is a TNA original fan, the monster Abyss, who is now a backstage producer... Uh, for for WWE, he put this match together, and he put this match together beautifully. And he just looked like, hey, you guys can call in the ring, but these certain things need to happen. And like, it was beautiful. The fact that we have Imperium back together, Giovanni Vinci, Ludwig Kaiser, and Gunther all back together against the brawling brutes butch i actually forget the other guy's name uh, oh 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 because i i forget his name on purpose because he hurt my favorite he uh, hurt he, big e man it was an accident i don't care if it was an accident or not it was an accident gotta be careful not to drop somebody on their head Pat also, Pat McAfee literally jumped off a boat on a cup. Yeah, that's true. He did do that. Yeah. Um, Pat. Yeah, I just saw a tweet that came from a uh, AEW's um, uh, Twitter. It is going to be Tony Khan who starts the show. Oh boy, I got I got to see this. Yep. Uh. I, this, this, I gotta say, I'm hoping it's it's okay, you know. Um, and look, the second best thing for me on that show was honestly Damage Control actually getting the win and Bailey getting the pinfall, setting up a title match, but Set, setting up the title match. Look, I, as much as I love. Riddle and Seth Rollins, I don't think it's anywhere near over. But Hell. I feel like it was more important for Bailey to get that pinfall. Yeah. Um, especially, especially in front of that UK crowd who absolutely adore Bailey still. Even though she's trying to play the heel and saying, Oh, I don't want the chance. Did you hear how loud they were cheering for her? Oh yeah. I mean, I want to know. Oh, oh, will she be my girl? Jesus Christ! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh God! I'm kidding. And look, the real thing was how in, the mat, the main event match was actually incredible. Especially you started with <laughs> out of time. Mm-hmm. So say goodbye. I'm like, whoa! They did it. They actually used yeah. the song. Yes, I was so happy. Um, and then look, Roman not coming out with the Usos, not coming out with Paul Heyman, 
no Sami Zayn, just Roman Reigns. And you think he's going to get this done by himself. But everybody yeah, forgets I, there's I, one more oos. I'm like, oh, no. One more oos. Solo Sokoa, the younger brother and the younger cousin of the younger brother of the Usos, the younger cousin of Roman Reigns intervening on behalf of your tribal chief, the head of the table, Roman Reigns. In my opinion, which sets up stuff down the line, because I don't think Roman's dropping it this year now. Oh, yeah. oh now you finally come full. But now I, I don't think he's dropping the title, but that does not mean that we will not see another title created. I think he's dropped. Is he? You think you don't think he's gonna drop both? I think they will merge them. I genuinely do. I think at this point you make one belt. I think at this point you make one belt and you have him on SmackDown, on the People's Brand, on the show that his cousin made famous. Right. And and then we find you. No, it's not happening. It's is going happen. to be Rhodes. No, it's going to be The Rock. Look, the reason I say, look, The Rock can go and if he does come, I don't think he'll be facing off against Roman. It doesn't, I, and I don't think he comes back. I think he's too busy. I think he's Hollywood. I think he's an owner of a professional football league. I think he has so many things going on that I don't think he will have time. I think I no, listen. Uh, I genuinely think they're setting up Cody, Cody Rhodes, um, to be champion at WrestleMania. That was the whole reason they brought him back. That's the whole reason he had that little promo the night after WrestleMania. Incredible promo, by the way. Incredible promo, but I still think this, like after WrestleMania, keep smoking whatever's in that pipe of yours. It's not. I mean, it's not. Uh, it's not smoke. I'm just with a smoke. Oh, there's fire. I don't think there's enough fire here, my friend. I think it's just a vape. Yeah, keep telling yourself that. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, and then the NXT show. Holy crap. I went back and watched that show again. And Best North American title match in a long time. Um it's a it's a great North American title match. And then having Ricochet on NXT last night as well. Uh I don't think it's done. I don't think they're done. I think we're gonna see one more title match between Ricochet and um who I like to call Sauce Williams. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Carmelo Hayes. Um, I think Ricochet is going to take the title off him at some point. And we'll, we will see Carmelo and Trick on the main roster. That, oh. would, that would only make sense to me. Um, and then Braun Breaker and Tyler Bate. That was incredible. Like, and I love when Tyler came out, the history of the the UK championship. And think about this real quick, Jeff. 
there's literally only there was only ever five UK champions. Oh. Only five. Tyler Bate. Pete Walter. Dunn. Walter. Walter. Elliot Dragunov. Actually. It's four. Tyler four. Bate won it twice. Yeah. Can't get much better than that. And that's how you then you that's how you send off NXT UK with a match of the ages. It was great. And that big strong boy showed how strong that motherfucker really is. <laughs> Holy hell. Um now when it comes to all out, the trios match was clearly far and away the best match of the night. The match was the best storytelling in all of the matches, especially with the backs and force going on in that match. Oh my god, including the ending where Kenny Omega ducked out of the way just in time not to get hit with the buckshot lariat and pin John Silver one, two, three because Hangman accidentally hit Silver right on his neck. And then he told everyone in the back, hey, everyone else, top that. <laughs> and they didn't. They didn't. Uh, I mean, they tried. Um, I mean, the close, the second second best match was the Acclaim versus Swerve in our glory. Holy right? hell, that was a fantastic but, match too. Match, and he, what makes finish. that even better is, did you check the tweet that Seth Rollins put out this morning? What? This past weekend, we, he put out a list of matches that were just incredible. And I'm like, you know what? He's right. We did have just a great weekend of wrestling. And he didn't put any other AEW match on there except for the acclaimed and Swerve in Our Glory on his list. So he Wrong. watched. Great match. Wrong finish. I, I don't think they're done, though. I, I genuinely think the acclaimed will get the title sooner rather than later as well. I think New York... The crowd was ready. I think New York, I think New York, the crowd will be bigger. And I think, imagine the pop in New York City for the acclaimed. Mm. Come on. You can't, you can't, can't tell me I'm wrong on this one. Especially because both Swerve and Keith Lee hit each other with their moves. Hit each other. They almost ended the matches by accident. By hitting each other with moves. Mm. Tell me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, Yeah, the miscommunicate. Like, you had the miscommunication. You had the... All the accidental hits on one another. You're just like, this screams a title change. Yeah. But yeah. they didn't do it, which was, literally was like, huh. That was just kind of surprising. <sighs> breathe, Tony, breathe. I think, look, and I think the Punk, not, I'm not going to lie, the Punk Moxley match was a good match. I'm not going to lie. Especially with the crowd interaction, going in the crowd and doing the brawling. I just, <sighs> the whole thing 
gets overshadowed by the Joker being revealed. Uh, literally the like that match. I thought that was going to be so much better, but then you hear Symphony of the Devil by the Rolling Stones playing over the speakers as the Joker comes out during the uh, casino ladder match, and come to find out, it's Maxwell. At the end, we find out at the end of the show that it's Maxwell. Yeah, and now we're we're not even going to have the payoff that Maxwell deserves because this you could because CM Punk could have handled it more professionally. Oh, for sure. It's so goddamn frustrating. Uh, disappointing. I, I now I go, now I gotta meet, put some sad music on the background. I'm like, yeah, no, uh, no copyright, no copyright. Okay. <laughs> hey, you, hey, you look at talking, Mister Triple H. I was just that was just that was just audio of a speech. That's not copywritten. That's just somebody talking. I'm not trying to get sued by Sony, um, Sony Music, because yeah. uh, somebody wants to put some sad music on that might be owned by Sony Music. Uh, who said anything about Sony? Uh, Sony is the one I'm worried about because they're over here taking everybody's shit down. I'm not going to use Sony. Yeah, no music on, on the pod. Um, That's bad. Um, bad little violin. Oh, okay. All right. We do. Are we getting some matches announced for the show finally? Oh, thank God. Um, so we have on Dynamite tonight, we do have the Ring of Honor Pure Championship match between Wheeler Yuta and Daniel Garcia. Mm-hmm. Now, no backup from the Jericho Appreciation Society. Hey, I, 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 I look, this is the only this is the only week you're going to get that from me. Yay! Next yeah. week, next week, there's the shit show. Okay. Hey, J A S J A S J A S. Listen. Um, the, yeah, no help from the the JAS this week. Uh, just purely Yuta versus Garcia, and then we're also going to have a match with Tony Storm and Penelope Ford, um, because it's a eliminator match. Which I hate these matches. Honestly, WWE does the same thing where you put your champion versus a challenger, and if the challenger beats the champion, they get a title opportunity. Against that same person, I hate that idea. I think that's the dumbest idea that you can do. Mm. Like, what's the fucking point? Have a natural number one contenders match. Don't give me no fucking eliminator match. Hey, just get more people on people time. Just give me a match between two people who are at the top of the rankings, and then say. Hey, if this person wins, they get a title opportunity. How fucking hard is that? I mean, for some, it's quite, it's very difficult. Doesn't make sense to me. Um, just, it, it really does. Like, every, you know what? As of right now, wrestling just doesn't make sense. It, I mean, there's just some things that just, nothing, are we supposed to make sense of all this BS? I mean, I don't know, man. It's it, it's something, man. 
Like Tony, you you should be happy with wrestling right now. But literally, I'm so con- is- I'm so confused with wrestling right now. I'm so confused. I really am. And all I want to see is people doing what they love without any kind of backstage drama bullshit. Like on the and look, yeah, there's gonna be a little drama, but I, we don't need drama. All, we don't need drama of this magnitude. Like, come on, man. Always gonna be drama, but not at least not at least not to this level. This level of drama bring. It's just it's not a good thing. It's just not a good thing. Um it's like as bad as Pat Beverly being on the Los Angeles Lakers playing with Russell Westbrook. It's that kind of bad. It's like the, the Dallas Cowboys losing their left tackle until December. It's that kind of bad. <laughs> Man, it's like it's like the Minnesota it's like the Minnesota Vikings scoring a touchdown against the Saints. Um, uh, in Minneapolis, of course, of course you would. It's that bad. It's like Nick Foles scoring a touchdown, a receiving touchdown in the Super Bowl. It's that kind of bad. Talk, we ain't even talking sports right now. Jesus. It's like Donald Trump being elected president in 2024. Kind of bad. Hey, some people actually like that. Shut up. We're not doing that. Um, no, but Jeff, real shit. Golden Star of the Week. I was going to give it to Punk, but I can't do it now. I'm going to nope, give it to you. Goonster. You I'm know who you're it. giving it to. There was no other option in this. Uh, actually, 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 I'm going to give it to both of them. Sheamus and Gunther. Uh, this is the one time that I'm like, yeah, you both earned it. Yeah. Putting on a wrestling clinic for the Intercontinental title. And Sheamus Maybe got a round of applause it. afterwards, too. And that, Sheamus uh, was the what? baby face in this match. Yep. I also love I also love like to have the beginning of the match. Imperium and the Brawling Brutes were just fighting and Sheamus and Gunther just literally. Hey. You 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 you, you kiddies have your fun. I gotta focus on the main uh problem. Golden Mike. Uh, it's not going to punk. I'm not doing that. Even though he did have that inspirational promo, didn't he? Hmm. Even though he did kind of have that inspirational promo, right? Yeah. No. Still no. McIntyre. I'm just gonna say McIntyre. I believe that it's <sighs> You know what? I'm gonna give it to the acclaimed. And it's not because of a promo. They're in just their entrance. Yeah. You are all all you are all for the acclaim. I'm all in on the acclaim. So, okay, looking back, I'm going to give Clash of the Castle a nine. Nine. Look, here's my grades still stand as is. Nine for Clash. 8.5 for the NXT show. 
nine. A, and a nine for for all out. My only gripe it was actually out. gonna be a nine point five if all the CM Punk shit didn't happen. Nine because nine I might give it a downgrade because of how long it was. I keep saying nine like that. I'm gonna sound, I'm gonna sound German. My own, like too many match too many matches and too many just filler matches that shouldn't even been on the card. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah, I, but at the same time, they did they were very quick. Um, like the Jungle Boy Christian match was that quick. should not should not have been on the card. Not Honestly, I wish they would have actually had the match. To be real with you. If you were uh, gonna, if you were gonna do like that type of a, you shouldn't, you should have put that like an episode of Dynamite. Let's be honest here. Yeah. I mean, and then also another match that shouldn't have been on the every the whole pre-show. The only match that should have been on the pre-show was Eddie Kingston. Look, the reason they did the pre-show is because guess what? It's not on the pay-per-view. If you turn on the pay-per-view broadcast right now, it starts with a with the casino ladder match. That was for everybody who was wanting to watch. They 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 were trying to get people to buy the pay per view, and that was their way of getting people to buy the pay per view. Is put on four matches like that, which makes perfect sense to me. But I, I still feel like only one of those actually was worthy of being. No, um, there was there was two of them. It was uh, I believe Kip and Pack deserve to be on there as well. Uh... That was that was just too weird for me. But uh, and then the main roster. Let's trim some of the ma- let's trim some of the fat. Like you said, there were too many match. Like we both agreed, too many matches. Christian Cage and um, Jungle Boy should have been on the. Yeah, Christian and Jack Perry. Uh, yeah. I honestly don't think Ricky Starks and Hobbs should have been on the show. To be they honest, should with not you. have been. They should not um, have been. See, Jade deserved to be there. Jade and Athena deserved to be there because Jesus Christ. I mean, they, the match. The match was okay. The match was good compared compared to the other two we just talked about. I think it was better than those two for sure. And then also the no. cosplay. You can't have those cosplays not to be on pay per view. Come uh, on. Let's see. I mean, how I'm kind of torn. House of Black. Um, anything Sting at this point, I don't feel like deserves to be on a pay per view unless the storytelling, the storytelling is good enough. So, um, I'm sorry. Was the, was the storytelling that good for this one? Not. It was rushed. It was rushed. To be honest with you, it was rushed. I mean, you have to have the women. You have to have the AEW women's uh, title match. You had. You had to. Even though it was like, eh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that match felt. I mean, cool for Tony to actually get the uh, win. We all, kn- you knew it was coming. I did, I did. But I mean, that match kind of felt rushed. Am I wrong to feel that way? No, you're definitely not. You're definitely not. Um, better. My all my thing is hopefully next year WWE doesn't decide to sh- put on a show. The same weekend as um, All Out because every it felt like a lot in one weekend. Like, Isn't that what you wanted though? I was cool with it, but then I think about it, I'm like, maybe this was actually too much wrestling. Shoot, wow. 
Never thought of hearing you say that. Yeah, it was weird. But luckily, the yeah, next we, time we have a pay-per-view will be Extreme Rules. A month in, break. A month in, break. In a month break. But we also do have the Arthur Ashe Stadium shows happening at the end of September, which doesn't count as pay-per-views. They so. don't really don't count as pay-per-views, thank God. But they are big-time events for AEW. True. Um, but, ladies and gentlemen, that is all the time we have for the day. <sighs> this so will be you, out. Like, this will be sad, out. We, sad wrestling, we have a sad wrestling fan here. This will be out before AEW Dynamite tonight. Oh, yeah. Keep me informed. because Yeah. Yeah. Um, and follow us on all of our socials. Uh, if you have any questions, hit us up there. Uh, all the links are going to be in the bio down below. Uh, if you want to donate to the podcast, it will be in the link tree as well. Uh, but other than that, my name is Tony Lopez. Jeff Burton. Signing out. Peace, y'all.